What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Trivia Rewrites. This week, we discuss the capital city of Nepal, some information regarding Korean pop music, and we have a hot seat segment that pins Gordon Ramsay versus the Wu-Tang Clan, a matchup I never thought I would see in my life. Anyway, thoroughly enjoyed this week's episode, two great topics, learned a lot about Gordon Ramsay, learned a lot about the Wu-Tang Clan, so without any more delay, here is this week's episode of Trivia Rewrites. Welcome to Trivia Rewrites, where we look at how the news is changing trivia. Today is Wednesday, May 27th, 2020. I'm your host, Demo, and this is my co-host, Hibbs. How's it going, man? Pretty good. How was your Memorial Day weekend? I enjoyed myself. Got a little hiking done, kind of hung out around the house. It wasn't, wasn't terrible. How about yourself? Pretty good. I had a more normal Memorial Day weekend than I probably thought I would. Hung out with the, the family. Oh, yeah. A little RV trip, and then uh, got a little little biking in as well. So mm. it was good. Road or mountain biking? What kind of biking? Road bike. Nice. Yeah. I know you've been dabbling into the mountain biking scene. I don't know if you've decided to take yeah. that plunge or not. I haven't pulled the trigger on a on a bike yet, so I can't do it's too addicting. much of it until I do. Yeah. It's addicting. So uh, Hibbs and I have done a little research on weekly news topics and try to come up some trivia questions about the weekly news or trivia that has changed in the past week and we're going to ask each other those questions now so to start us off i've got this day in history so i've got three this time and the first one this day on may 27th 1703 which russian czar founded the city of St. Petersburg. Um, I'm just trying to think of like the most Russian name I can think of because I don't know it. Oh my gosh, I can. I'm picturing a thousand men with like long black beards and those like that bear hat, whatever it's called. Um, you know what I'm talking about? The super thick like Nikolov something. I don't know. Okay. The hint was in the name there. The name of the city is St. Petersburg. Tsar Peter the Great Mm. founded the city of St. Petersburg in 1703. Next one, May 27th, 1941. Which German battleship was sunk in the North Atlantic, killing nearly 2,100 men? What year did you say? Sorry. 1941. So this is World War II. Mm. I couldn't hear you over your passive-aggressive tone of that last answer. (laughs) <laughs> um i shoot i didn't pay attention in history class obviously have a stab take a uh, guess uh the only one that i can think of is the midway which i know is wrong because i've been on that ship okay yes it's so it was the german battleship bismarck mm-hmm. yeah also midway is a u.s ship exactly yeah the uh the bismarck and her sister ship Turpitz were the largest battleships ever built by Germany with a length of over 250 meters and a displacement of over 50,000 tons. Hmm. And then finally, in 2016, Barack Obama became the first sitting president to visit the Peace Memorial Park in which Japanese city? Tokyo. So it was a... a oh, uh, probably Nagasaki or Hiroshima. I'm going to do Which it. one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, took me a second to like really... There you go. Listen. I heard you. I did not listen. 
Um, Hiroshima. That seems to be the bigger. You got it. Yeah. Nice. Hiroshima Peace Hiroshima. Park. Peace Memorial Park. I don't know how do you actually say it. That was just my way of pronouncing it. Hiroshima. That's Hiroshima. Fair. Interesting. But yeah, he was the first sitting president to visit uh, Hiroshima, and he also visited with people who had actually been. Uh, they were there when the the bomb was dropped. Oh, so damn. that was that was a pretty big deal as well. Okay. Hmm. Oh, we didn't really discuss what the topics of your questions, but I'm I'm sure you have some prepared. What's your I got what's a your first? I got one that is you know this is a good segue. We talked about a German ship and your second question, um, the Bismarck. Uh, let's go to some U.S. ships, shall we? All right. The sailors aboard the USS Blue Ridge were suspended at sea due to the coronavirus concerns, leading them to break the U.S. Navy record for the longest time away from shore. The previous record was set nearly half a century ago during the Vietnam War. Before this past week, what was the record for the longest time at sea? Oh, the longest time? I mean, yeah, I'm telling, I'm making you guess two. It's two, two-parter. Okay. The whole point of this podcast... So I need to, you want me to guess the ship and the time? No, I'm not going to make you guess the ship yet. <laughs> Bef- yet? <laughs> yes. The next question is about the ship. Oh, got it. Okay. So you always start these questions one way, and then I expect it to go, like, I expected you to ask me the name of the ship, and then you always go, like, how long? And it's like, I don't know. That's it's a much harder question to guess. How long? Because you'd rather guess a ship? Because I know some ships. Okay. You know? Maybe you'll get the next question then. But oh, for okay. now, what, what was the longest time at sea before this past week? I feel like some of those subs can go and and nuclear oh, okay. yeah, it's not ships a, it's can not go a, for it's a not long a time. Yeah, because because they just it's basically just how much food can they carry, right? And, uh, no, it is crazy. Like what nuclear? Yeah, for one, it's not a submarine. It's a it's a carrier, I guess, or whatever. Okay, I um, I'll say I don't know, eighteen months. Okay, I have it in days. You're gonna make me do math. Um, no, that <laughs> okay. is eighteen months is five hundred days. <laughs> No, that is okay. that is that is substantially too high. Um, oh, really? Okay, yeah. go ahead. the The record for longest time at sea is sixty four days before this week, and then this week it was the USS Blue Ridge broke it by six days, with now the current record being seventy days at sea is the longest time at sea for a ship. What? That's what uh, it said. I don't believe it. All right, it seems too low. <laughs> Seven, that's not even that long. That's not even two months, yeah. But I okay, I mean, two months worth, like you said, it's all about food carrying. Two months, it, but I feel like I'm sure there's some like, I mean, if you're that concerned about it, you're a smart individual, I'll trust your gut. All right, but let's get to part two. All right, part two the USS Blue Ridge is currently the oldest naval warship that is still deployed. Mm hmm. What naval ship was decommissioned in August of 2014 to allow the Blue Ridge to have this title? Ooh, 2014. Mister, I know ships more than I know days. Can you tell me when the, 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 the 2014 ship, when that one was made or when it went into service, I guess? Sure. Um, from Wikipedia, she was launched 23rd of January, 1965. Hmm. I know that the like Missouri was a long-serving ship in the U.S. Navy, but that one was decommissioned along quite a while ago. I'll just say I don't think this was. I'll just say in the Nimitz. It was the USS Denver. Oh, what kind of ship is that? 
is an Austin class amphibious transport dock. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. And that's literally what Wikipedia says. Okay, very good. I'm not just saying that because my name is Austin. It's an Austin class ship. I'm a fan of it. Therefore, it's an Austin class. Up to your standard? It's Yeah, it would pass. It floats. I call mm. it good. Ready? That's all it takes for me. If it floats, it's ready for war. Send it on. <laughs> okay. No matter the size. All right. So I've got one for you next mm-hmm. here. So the UK's largest retailer, Tesco's, will be stocking what type of eggs for the first time in over 40 years? Ooh, um, I believe it's white shelled. You're correct. I don't know what that means, but I read the bulletin. Well, so apparently since the 70s, white shelled eggs have just kind of fallen out of favor with British consumers, like home consumers, mm. because brown shelled eggs were seen were generally larger and seen as healthier yeah so they just haven't stocked white shelled eggs since since then and now with a lot of people panic buying and buying too much too many eggs i guess earlier earlier during the quarantine that there wasn't enough of them to fill their shelves so now they're having to stock white shelled eggs as well who panic buys eggs they go bad well, they're, they're just morons people British. are using more of them because they're staying home more i guess and previously i guess white shelled eggs were still used in commercial settings like in kitchens and i don't know they just weren't that popular with home oh, consumers yeah. which no. is interesting oh yeah i'm sure i'm sure like professional kitchens absolutely love whenever consumers go on some weird rant like i don't buy white shelled eggs because they're unhealthy and so like the, more, more for them yeah i'm sure they're like all right cool thanks for driving prices down for no reason for us so, but along that vein, this is from 2017, so it might be a little bit out of date, but we'll talk. I want you to see if you can name the top 10 retailers in the United States. I'll limit it to the U.S. Top 10 retailers of the United States. It's based on total revenue. So it's like supermarkets, uh, stores, any, any category of retail. Is Amazon on that list? Amazon is on that list. Nice. Okay. So. Uh, I think they're probably higher, but on this list, they are number four. So. Okay, well, yeah, I'm only familiar with the 2019 stats, so if I'm oh, a little well, rusty. Be, if you could name those, you'd probably get most of the top Maybe, 10, so who knows? Let's see. Things change. Um, Amazon, shoot. That's well, the only place you buy stuff from? That's the only place. <laughs> Amazon and Safeway, but like Safeway, I think it's like a Kro- it's Kroger or Tom Thumb or Albertsons. I think it's, okay. I think it's Kroger. Okay, you want to say, yeah, Kroger is number three. Kroger's so number three? Suck it, Amazon. Kroger wins. In 2017, probably now. Yeah. Amazon's taking over, which that's a whole nother bone to pick with me. It's another Hibs. Hibs is, Hibs Hibs is, is Hibs Hill. Hill. <laughs> My Alexa should not be asking me if I want to review things after I've bought it. Don't hit me with notifications saying, do you want to re-? No, I don't want to review it. Anyway. Um, okay, so we got Kroger. And Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> Walmart. Walmart, number one. Nice. Yep. There you go. Uh, let's see. Where else do I go for funsies? rei <laughs> i doubt it i don't think so unless they're part of a bigger conglomerate then i'm not i don't uh, think so because of their own thing yeah co-op yeah. um I, man i'm really thinking about this one uh they're, yeah so i mean i think amazon was the only online one they're all like in-person retailers for oh. the most part i'm sure you could buy some brick and mortar yeah exactly said. um i don't know why i want to say like old navy or like so it's gotta be some sort of clothing up there somewhere yeah, you're missing like. Is it a clothing one that I'm missing? People like Walmart, right? 
I mean, right. there's other like big box stores like that on here. Oh, stores similar to Walmart. I was like, yeah, I like Walmart too. Um, yeah. Oh gosh. Uh, well, Sam's is part of Walmart. Target. Yes. The classic Walmart. Go. Target. Uh, let's see. So what am I? I'm at Amazon, Kroger, Walmart, Target. If I could just get a fifth one, I'd be happy. There you go. Let's let's see. Yeah. Let's just go for fifty percent. Um, let's, let's set that bar nice and have, low. Have mercy on the editor. Let's just go for five. <laughs> Yeah. Well, at what point, who do you want to hate more, the editor or the listener that has to listen to a bunch of uh, e, uh? I'm going to cut it down. I'm going to cut it down. Don't worry about it. All right. Well, some of it's gold. Um, Man, I feel like I don't do any shopping ever. I don't do much shopping, honestly. Well, it's, that's why Amazon is creeping up the list. Yeah. They make it easy for me. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go like DSW. Everyone needs shoes. Like... DSW shoes or something like DSW that. DSW shoes is not know. on here. So, yeah, hey, I don't know. I got nothing. I give up. In order here, Walmart, you said it. Costco, yeah. number oh, two. Boo. Okay. I mean, that's a I was, know, North, Northwest staple. Austin. No, I know. I'm just mad at myself because I was going to go Sam's Club and then I backed off of Sam's Club because mm. Walmart is a part of Sam's Club or vice versa. And so I was, I was right there. Costco. Mm. Uh, Kroger, which you said, Amazon, mm-hmm. and then we've got Home Depot. Oh, they can do it. Walgreens Pharmacy. Walgreens? I guess people need their meds. Hmm. And then we've got CVS, Target, which you said, Lowe's, and Albertsons. Well, so. I'm pretty sure I said Albertsons. I didn't confirm it, but I said Albertsons. The word Albertsons may have come out of your mouth. It yes. did. Okay. Oh, man. So there we go. Excruciating. Yeah, that was rough. I don't do much shopping. <laughs> and yet, you hate Amazon. And it was no. the first one you named, and you do a lot of online shopping, apparently. I don't hate Amazon. I, I don't like it whenever companies think, company or technology in general, think they know what I want. Got it. Just, you don't like the, the recommended stuff. So, uh, you got one more, I think. I got one more for you, yes. It'll Excellent. be a quick one. All right. All right, a little, little music trivia for you. Korean pop star and BTS band member V broke an eight-year-long record last week with his song Sweet Night, becoming the second Korean song to reach the top iTunes music chart. Can you tell me what was the first Korean song to do this? 2012. Probably would have been Gangnam Style, right? Gangnam Style, yes. Sigh. Breaking records. What's the new song called? Sweet Night. Did you listen to it? Nope. Oh, all right. I was going to ask if it was any good, but it must be pretty good if it's on the iTunes charts, but who knows? Yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it's pop. I'm not a big pop guy, yeah. but it's all, it's, it's all in English, which is, I think, I think this, I think Sweet Night is the first Korean song completely sung in English. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Period. <laughs> Calling it. Uh, no, to, I mean, obviously it reached the iTunes, the top of the iTunes. From like charts. a K-pop band, you mean, probably. Right. Korean song. So completely in English. Huh. Interesting. So, yeah. That was it. Full question. Nice and tight and easy. Nice and quick. Speaking, Speaking of tight. quick. Yeah. You know what time it is. I think I do. Rapid fire trivia. Four quick questions that weren't good enough to discuss in long form. Yes. Here we go. Question one. For the first time in two months, the bell has rung at what financial institution? Uh, Dow Jones or whatever the, um, I don't know, whatever the uh, 
economic thing where they ring the bell at the end of the day. Yeah, what do they call that? The bell. Location. The floor. On the floor of the stock market. Stock. Floor. Wall. Uh, mm. This trading floor of the New York Stock Exchange I... was reopened for the first time Nailed in it. two months by New York Governor Andrew Cuomo. Hmm. Question two. SpaceX is set to launch astronauts into space for the first time aboard its crewed spacecraft named after what fictional creature? Oh, interesting. Oh, nope, that's a real creature. Careful there, Austin. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, it's got to be something with wings, right? Got to be something with wings. It does have wings. Yep. Uh, Phoenix? I'm going to go Phoenix. It's actually called the dragon. Oh. And specifically, this is the crude dragon variation of their dragon spacecraft, which they've been using for a number of years to get to the International Space Station. But this one will be carrying live humans, and it'll be launching, uh, I guess, today on Wednesday. So hmm. best of luck. Question three. Yes. Which country legalized same-sex marriage this past weekend, making it the first country in Central America to do so? Oh, I'm going to go El Salvador. Just I for no reason other than I want to. Costa Rica. Costa Rica. The move to uh, marriage equality follows an August 2018 ruling by the country's constitutional court. Question four. For the first time in decades, Mount St. Helens is visible from this Nepalese capital city. Wait, say that again? For the first time in decades, Mount Everest is visible from <laughs> this Nepalese capital city, the capital of Nepal. Yes, that's what threw me off. Go back to the tape. The record will show you said Mount St. Helens. <laughs> oh, maybe I just had that on my brain because you mentioned it. Earlier. Yeah, I did hike up to a Mount St. Helens viewpoint this past weekend, but <laughs> it had was... to be a really clear day <laughs> yeah, for you I to was see so Mount St. Helens from yeah. here. But... Well, I mean, the earth is flat, so that would make sense. Okay. Uh, Hibs Hills. Flat Hills. Um, I don't believe the earth is flat, by the way. In case you keep that in, I want it to be known. I am not a flat earther. Just going to cut out the knot. Yep. Okay. Um... Oh, what is the capital of Nepal? There's a Bob Seger song. Oh, why, why didn't you lead with that? I don't know who Bob Seger is. Oh, uh, really? No. Mm. I know Bob Dylan. Old time rock and roll? Mm. That's... Oh, I don't know. You tell me. I, I'm, I'm going to be mad at myself for not knowing it. Katmandu. Katmandu. Oh. Katmandu. And that's all I got for Rapid Fire. But that last question was actually inspired by a piece of news that was sent to us by a listener on Twitter. Trisha, the caffeine queen at Trivia Coda, sent me an article about Mount Everest finally being visible from Kathmandu after, uh, during the pandemic because of the kind of the smog has, has lifted for right. the first time in a long time. So yeah. appreciate that information. Trisha? I wonder if this pandemic is going to like change like whenever this whole thing like it gets lifted or whatever uh -huh. people being like oh there is you know there's mount everest we should probably adjust our future life to you know keep everything as clean as it as it has been with the pandemic i guess we can we can hope that it'll happen but i hope so 
who knows yeah anyway back to what you were saying i apologize no uh so that's all i got for rapid fire so i guess it's time to move on to our hot seat topics for this week so as is tradition i think you should go first you should be on the hot seat first and do you want to tell the listeners what your topic that you studied this week was yes i researched the famous gordon ramsay professional chef father and more more that i'm sure we'll get into right now excellent so i've got four questions this week ranging from easy to extreme and we're gonna go through those right now so i hope you're ready are you i am yeah okay hibs you are on the hot seat all right your easy gordon ramsay question gordon is known for his modern takes on classic english cuisine but he was actually born in what northern country scotland scotland indeed scottish man uh i I thought it was interesting that he was actually he's born in scotland but he's raised in uh, stratford upon avon where uh good old shakespeare is from okay i did <laughs> not know that <laughs> oh you didn't uh, maybe i should have made that one of the questions your your medium question that, no that would not have been fair to ask me a, sh- a shakespeare question about going ramsey your medium question prior to being remade in the united states which two reality tv shows starring gordon ramsey premiered on uk television in 2004 okay 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 prior to being remade hmm so yeah, both of these shows have been remade for Fox, I believe. Oh shoot! So I'm I'm torn between three shows. Yep. Kitchen Nightmares, Hell's Kitchen, and uh, I think it's Top Chef. Is that, is that I think this is. Um, I'm gonna go with my gut says Hell's Kitchen and Kitchen Nightmares. Final answer. You got it. <sighs> Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares and Hell's Kitchen UK both premiered in 2004. And uh, shortly afterwards, we're adapted to American TV by Fox. Very good. Thank you, thank you. Your hard question. In his career, Mr. Ramsey has written dozens of books about cooking and his career. But can you name the title of his 2006 autobiography? Yikes. 2006 autobiography. I read about it. I remember some of the topics in the autobiography he likes he likes the title of the f word so i'm gonna say the f word is the title of the book i like i like where your head's at good guess but it was actually titled humble pie oh boo gordon ramsay what's wrong with that (laughs) that's just not on par for gordon ramsay i don't think humble whenever watch any of his youtube videos humble pie is like somebody who's not humble like getting their comeuppance right or am i not do i not know what that means i don't know either so okay moving on all right that's okay that's okay that's okay okay you got a chance here i got it i mean get some points back on your extreme gordon ramsay question gordon owns and operates dozens of restaurants throughout the world his restaurants have been awarded 16 michelin stars in total and currently hold a total of seven oops and currently hold a, hold a total of seven. Can you name the restaurants which currently hold one or more Michelin stars? Oh, no. I thought you were going to ask me how many currently holds. And I was like, oh, I got this one in the bag. Um, 
Well, I don't know off the top of my head. Well, start. you know how many, though? Start off with how many? Seven, you just said. Well, so there's seven Yeah, there's seven Michelin stars, stars. But some of them have more than one Michelin star. Right, yeah. I can, so I can give you a hint here. There's only four restaurants. Yeah, but oh, one man. of them has one of them has, has three his name stars. In it, probably one of them has his name. S- several of them. All of them have his name. name. Yeah, that's like everyone. Of course, he's gonna have his name in it because it's Gordon Ramsay. Man, oh gosh, I couldn't even begin to guess. Mainly because I was shocked to learn how many of his restaurants have been closed over the years. Mm. Um, I don't know. It probably has like a his his one in New York, I think, had a star or two, and then I think he has one in London that has a star, and then has, I think he has one in LA that has a star. I don't know. That's I'm going. I think he has. I think it's over a course of three restaurants that have stars that total up to seven. But I can't name the restaurants. I've forgotten what the names are. I didn't memorize them well enough, I guess. Okay. So his main restaurant, uh, I believe it was his first one that he opened, is called Restaurant Gordon Ramsay. Yep. Pretty pretty simple. That one's in Chelsea, London. Okay. Three Michelin stars. Mm-hmm. He has another restaurant in London called Petrus, which has one Michelin star. He has a restaurant in Versailles, France, called Gordon Ramsay au Trianon, or Trianon. I don't know. Sure. I don't know. One star. And then he has two-star restaurant. It's a French name. It's... <laughs> we can just go with that. Le Presquois huh. d'Argentin or something sure. like that. Sure. Yeah. Maybe. One of those. And that's in Bordeaux. And that's a two-Michelin star. Wow. So that's all I got. That You are off the hot seat. Thank you. I, I, I guessed London. So I thought for sure that one of them would be in New York. But oh, and I thought I thought you did pretty well there. You got the the two TV shows, the biography. It seemed it, like you'd read about that, but just the title was escaping yeah. you. And then uh, the last one's kind of just I mean, a that crazy difficult. hard question that no one's gonna get. So right. Do there you, you uh, kind of on the topic? I don't ever. I don't know why I researched this a few weeks ago, just out of curiosity. But do you know like why Michelin stars became a thing? I think well because it's the tire company was trying yeah. to promote like road trips as promote like, a driving way of like. Yeah, seeing the country. So they started putting out like restaurant guides so that people would travel around the country and visit them. So yeah, so people would drive and need new tires. Genius. And they still do that. It seems so weird that like a restaurant rating system that's taken so seriously is still made by a tire company. But Oh yeah, for sure. I agree. (laughs) It's yeah. Mainly because like when I think tires, I, I just like I imagine a guy straight out of like a tire mechanic shop going into yeah a- <laughs> or the michelin man which is like you don't want to see that at like a fine dining restaurant <laughs> no but. not at all not at all I'm, I'm looking through some of the stuff that i researched see if i have any interesting facts that i thought were noteworthy do you know which uh scottish football club he had a trial with as a the rangers the rangers indeed i almost had that as one of the questions as well yeah do you know what other famous chef he currently has a feud with uh probably several Jamie yeah. Oliver, maybe? No. Um, oh, dang it. I can't find it. It's uh, the dude that always wears the Crocs. Uh, Mario Batali. Yes. Thank you. Apparently, that feud is like mainly created by the media. Like ah. They are okay with each other or something. I don't know. He's the first Scottish chef to hold three Michelin stars, to be awarded three Michelin stars. I don't know if he still holds them or not. Anyway, thank you for those questions. 
Well, thank you for doing the research and taking it seriously. Very good. You know, if I do anything, it's take stuff take stuff seriously. Indeed. On to the Wu Tang Clan. Wu Tang. Wu Tang. I was assigned slash chose the topic of the Wu Tang Clan for my hot seat topic. I didn't know anything about them other than I had heard the name. Yeah, I guess take it away, hips. All right. Well, before we get too far into it, oh, there is an online Wu Tang name generator. Oh, so okay. <laughs> from henceforward, I will be referring to you, David Moen, as the insane Dominator. So, love it, Mister Dominator. What's your name? I don't know. I didn't do mine because I'm not oh, in the hot okay. seat. Oh, got it. <laughs> However, you, Mister Insane Dominator, are now in the hot seat. I did things a little differently this time because there okay. was such a broad yeah. amount of information. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I was forming my questions, I came across questions that I thought were interesting or important to the Wu-Tang story as a whole. So I have multiple questions. for. I have two easy, two medium, one hard, and one extreme question Whoa. for you. Okay. Yes. Easy. Uh-huh. You know this one had to be asked. Okay. Who are the current members of the Wu-Tang Clan? Well, so I know the original nine, probably. I can yes. probably name them. Let's start there. Let's start we with the original nine, and then there's one. There's ten current members. All right. Well, so I'm we got technically nine. I don't know if I know that. Go okay. on. Rizza, Jizza, Ghostface Killer. Yep. Master Killer. Yep. Inspector Deck. Yep. Uh, okay. You're Method five. Man. Method Man. Six. You God. Yep. Seven. Okay. Raekwon. Yep. Eight. ODB. Old Dirty Bastard. There you go. That is the original nine. And then they've got the new guy that is kind of like, has always been in it, but not really. Mm-hmm. What is his name? Is it just like, it's something Donna. Belladonna or something like that? That's not right. That's close, you insane dominator. It is Capadonna. 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 Yeah, I believe it was 2007 that he was officially inducted. And then, you know, R.I.P. O.T.P. Mm. O.D.B. Uh, 2004. All right. Your second easy question. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. This one is one that I wrote, and I am very proud of it. All right. Proclaiming in one of their more well-known songs that their entire surroundings are governed by the accumulation of wealth, what does the acronym CREAM stand for? Cash rules everything around me. Kareem, get the money, dollar dollar bill, <laughs> y'all. That is correct. Cash rules everything around me. Okay, yeah. I said done. Insane <laughs> dominator. Insane in the membrane. What? What? Insane in the brain. Your medium level question. What was the name of the record label that originally signed the Wu-Tang Clan, allowing each member to pursue their own careers outside of the Wu-Tang Clan while also being able to carry the Wu-Tang name? Did read this. Well, wasn't it part? It's part of a bigger. Wasn't it part of RCA? But but there was another name in front of it. I think it was like something, and then they hmm. clearly did your research. Yeah, I think it's. I don't know if I can remember. It's pretty short. Could be used to describe the Wu Tang's presence on stage, um, or the speakers at a Wu Tang concert. I don't. I don't. Or the remember. volume at which you should listen to Wu Tang Clan. Oh, loud? Loud records. 
Loud Is it somehow part of RCA? Why was I thinking that? I don't know why you were thinking RCA. It might be, and I just don't recall that. Let's see. Yeah, loud slash RCA. So it might be the same. It might be the same name. Loud yeah. was the answer. Got loud, it. yeah. And I mean, that was a kind of a nitpicky question, but I think it's important for the Wu-Tang Clan as a whole to the fact that it was such a groundbreaking record deal. Yeah. To be like, yeah, we'll sign you all as a... We'll sign you all as a single group, but you also still have the the freedom to go off and do your own thing with other uh, other companies as you wish. And also being able to carry the Wu-Tang name. Just groundbreaking. Incredible. <laughs> your second medium question, which might be too difficult. <laughs> okay. So, Kung Fu obviously has a huge part in the styles of the Wu-Tang Clan. But one member of the clan made it more than a hobby. Which member of the Wu-Tang Clan studied under the first Shaolin Temple Monk to defect from the People's Republic of China. Xi Yan Ming. Ooh. So, a lot of information on that question. Which Wu-Tang Clan member actually studied martial arts? Yeah, I just have to, I don't know. I mean, just because he's kind of the leader and the guy that's most into the idea, I'll just say Riza because I don't know. The fact that you know Riza is one of the more into the Kung Fu style is clearly shows you did your research. And yes, that's correct, Riza studied under Shi Yan Ming, which that in <laughs> itself, I don't know how to say that correctly. I apologize. She, yeah, sounds sounds good. S-H-I-Y-A-N Ming. All right, moving on to your, I thought it was interesting, I and mean, that's a trivia question in and of itself, is the first Shaolin temple monk to defect from the People's Republic of China. Mm. I think that's interesting. All right, on to your hard level question. You only have one hard question. So okay. that should yep. bring you some peace. Yep. Recorded in secret over the course of six years, the Wu-Tang Clan released a single record album that was sold at auction for a record-setting $2 million. What was the name of this album? And as a bonus question, can you tell me who purchased it? Well, I think I know who purchased it. It was Martin Screlly. <laughs> it's Martin Screlly of <laughs> but all I, people. I don't know if I know the name of it. Um... Martin Shkreli, a.k.a. the most hated man in America. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he bought it. Shoot. I'll say, I, I don't think this is, I think this is something else. I'll say like Shaolin versus Wu-Tang, but it's close. I don't know. I don't know the name. It's Once Upon a Time in Shaolin. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. And uh, so now the, uh, the government actually owns that album now because they uh, possessed all of Martin Shkreli's assets whenever he was arrested for fraud charges yeah they it wasn't clear it said they like raided his house but they didn't possess it and then later it said he like streamed it but maybe they did get it now so i don't know i don't think he i don't think he streamed it yet i think i think wu-tang is pushing for him to like be like yo you should release it and people would hate you less but i don't know he's clearly shown that he's a pretty greedy man so i don't know if he'll yeah. stream it for free or not all right, are you ready for your extreme level question? I'm, I'm as ready as I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be. As you're going to be, okay. After the release of Enter the Wu-Tang, the 36, 36 Chambers, RZA founded a side project by the name of Gravediggers. What small, little-known subgenre of rap does Gravediggers specialize in? Oh, I think I did read this. I think it's, uh, is it called Horrorcore? Horrorcore. <laughs> <laughs> their album was like uh what was it called what was it grave called? diggers was that 
Degas. The group Degas. Watch that hard R, man. It's, uh, ooh, six feet below? Six feet under. Yeah, I think it's six feet under or six feet deep. Oh, okay. I actually have it on my Spotify right now if I just pull it up. See, it's a very specific question, but I didn't want to ask you that one because I was afraid you would, uh, yeah, six feet deep. Six feet deep, okay. Mm-hmm. So is it like, it's like ho- like classic horror slant on the lyrics or like what's the it's just a lot more it's a grungy dark subgenre of of uh rap mm. mr insane dominator you are off of the hot seat thank you how, how'd you uh how do you feel how do you feel i feel like i did admirable for someone who knew nothing about wu-tang clan going in yeah i now know a lot about them i just need to immerse myself a little more in the music yeah what are you gonna do what are you gonna do with all this wu-tang information that you know i think i'll uh, you know start listening to a few of their songs a few of their songs that i listen to were you know yeah something i could something you could bump none of them were like oh yeah i know that song really well which was kind of i guess not surprising that's but. not surprising at all for you well but there are they're very popular songs it's not like they're like obscure you know i just had never heard them so some of them i mean even their into the Wu-Tang, the 36 Chambers was, I mean, it didn't reach platinum until like two years after its release. So mm. they have a very, a very passionate following, but a smaller following than your typical. Did you, did you come across any interesting facts, anything you wish to share? Um, I think a lot of my mental capacity was just trying to remember all the members. Oh yeah. So that That's took a lot. A lot. <laughs> That's, I mean, then, yeah, so many, like I tried to memorize like their, the main groups, all their releases, the like the album names, but obviously I didn't get that one specialty, one of a kind one that they released. Once upon a time in Shaolin, two million dollars. Like I read about how ODB interrupted the VMAs or not the VMAs was it the MTV Music Awards or the VMAs. Basically, he was protesting that yeah. Sean Co- Sean Combs had won Best Rap Album over was, their their album and yeah. was. He kanye before kanye Kanye. Yeah, exactly. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> but he was the original Kanye he, interrupting on stage. Yeah, he was... Uh, I thought it was funny he got arrested signing autographs. Where was that? So he, he, was, he was a fugitive. He mm-hmm. escaped. He was in prison, and he was being transported from prison or jail to a mental institution or something like that. Or like, yeah, it was like a, yeah, it was like a rehab facility, I think. Yeah, it was a rehab facility, and he escaped, and he performed a show with, <laughs> with the clan. But they like they brought him in in secret, and he performed, and then like he did, um, I think he did shimmy shimmy ya, and then he escaped before the cops could show up, and then it was a McDonald's or a Burger King or some fast food restaurant. He was, uh, he was signing autographs for people, and the uh, like he, I mean, everyone was like coming in to see to see him, and the owner of the place didn't know who was causing the ruckus outside. And they just called the cops. They called the cops, yeah, because uh, cops came and they arrested him. And yeah, <laughs> just like, dude, don't. I guess when you when you love the limelight and people love you, you got to do what you got to do. But insane and dominator, how does how's that make you feel? If you were in the Wu Tang Clan, that would be your name. Insane dominator. It's kind of cool because it's almost like Demo a little bit. But yeah, it's close. ID would be your nickname. But. ID. <laughs> ID ever pulls out their IDs? Yeah, and pulls them up above their head. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah, man. You got to, I mean, you're, you're just sitting on a wasted rap career right now. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe in another life, but okay. I'll consider it. I'll consider it. There it is. If you want to hear Demo rap on the next podcast, <laughs> please send us your emails or tweet. Speaking of those two things, do we have any? Do we have anything? We do. Nice. Very good. Very good transition. Superfan Zach, tweet us some more hot seat topics that he thought would be interesting for us to go over. So okay. he said, uh, U.S. breweries. The man does like a brewery. Sharks. The city of Mobile, Alabama. Hmm. And presidential assassinations and attempts. And then, so keep those in your mind. And okay. also had a message from Trisha, Caffeine Queen, at Trivia Coda on Twitter. Well, the first thing she sent me was a link to an article about how Love Actually is a bad movie. <laughs> I don't know so, who this woman is, but she is my favorite listener. Suck it, Zach. She so, <laughs> so I will forward that over to you, Hibbs, and you thank can you. back up your arguments with people next time with that oh, article. strap in, Claymore. I'm coming for you, buddy. And then she had some suggestions for Hot Seat Round as well. So she had Ida B. Wells, okay, uh, Nellie Bly, both of those are uh, women from the uh, early 1900s, I think. Uh, knitting, Koshay the Deathless, Koshi, Koshay, and then Baby Yaga, who I guess is like a folklore, was like a demon or something? Something like that, yeah. It was like a uh, boogeyman, essentially. I, but I think boogeyman is the best. Yeah, okay, something like that. Yeah, yeah. like if you don't, yeah, don't. Haunts you. Right, if you don't listen to you, it was like a, a parent's fear in your child. Like if you don't listen to me, Baby Yaga is gonna come get you. So, she sent that, and I thought it said Baby Yoda first, and I was like, oh, that'd be interesting. That'd be a tight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be... How many seconds does Baby Yoda appear on screen for? Hmm. No, but um, okay. So of those, I I mean Nellie Bly sounds interesting to me. I've read, I agree. I, I know a little bit about her, but I, I you know. She has an interesting biography, I think, and probably a lot to, a lot to know. So I think I'm gonna uh, do some research on her, and I guess you're gonna write questions on that topic for me. Okay, yeah. So you want me to ask you questions about Nellie Bly? I can do that. Yeah. And yes. then you are going to be doing one of Zach's. Sure. Uh, how about sharks? Sharks. Sharks. The San Jose Sharks. Sure. The sail sharks, yep. the rugby team, sand sharks, land sharks, all these things. We're gonna oh. have our own sh- shark week. <laughs> Come at us, Discovery. Where you at, Mike Rowe? I will fight you. If I look it up and it turns out that is trademarked, I'm just gonna like insert another word there. But do we have like 20 listeners? They could do either ignore us, which they should do, or they could destroy us. <laughs> Can you imagine if we got like a, a lawsuit for? I mean, I think the publicity from the lawsuit would be worth it. <laughs> yeah, man. Trivia rewrites straight to the top. Okay, yeah. We get a lot of our hot seat segments from Twitter or our email. So if you want to send us your suggestions or you just have a trivia question like Trisha did, uh, you can tweet at us or send us an email. or on Twitter at Trivia Rewrites, and our email is rewrites at gmail.com. So... I think that's all I have, unless you have anything else, Hibbs. I do not. Okay, well, we'll research up on our topics. Shark Week, next week on Trivia Rewrites. We will see you then. 
See you, everybody. I believe the Earth is flat, by the way. In case you keep that in, I want it to be known. I am a flat earther.